If you'd like to use this new year as a reason to set some powerful professional goals for your leadership practice, today I've got five ideas that might get you started. Hey everyone, it's Shane Leaning and welcome back to Global Ed Leaders, a podcast about education across countries and cultures. I'm an organizational coach and in this show, I learn with the teachers, leaders and innovators making a difference around the world. And every other week, I share bite-sized strategies to inspire your leadership. And that's what today's episode's about. So as I mentioned, it's New Year. Well, maybe you're listening a little bit further into the future, which if you are, welcome to the show. But if you are listening right on the cusp of New Year, Happy New Year to you. This is usually a time for us to be setting those goals for the year, right? Personally, we often set New Year's resolutions. I set the same ones every year. We all do, you know, eat better, exercise more, look after our mental health, that kind of thing. But I think it's also an excellent opportunity to set or at least to reevaluate some of our professional goals in schools. I've got five ideas for you today, just five ideas. It's not a checklist that you have to tick off, but it's five ideas that you could implement into your practice this year. And I've put together this list based on some things that are current, but also ideas that I think are useful to have in a school leader's toolkit and ones that we might not always think of front of mind when we get into the busyness of school. So... The first one, very close to my heart, actually, my wife, Emma, she writes a lot about this as a journalist, is about mental health. And I'm talking about mental health of our staff here. Do you have a system of checking in on the mental health of the staff that you serve? So one easy New Year's resolution you could implement would be to schedule a few mental health check-ins. Now, what do these check-ins have to look like? I don't mean that you're going to go in asking everyone how they are all the time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be some formal thing. But do you have an opportunity for reflection sessions, for staff to have a discussion on their mental health, on how they're feeling about things in school, workload, how they're feeling about the pressures, how they're feeling about living and international life even? Is there a forum within your school to discuss these? So as one great idea for the new year would be, can you set up maybe a bi-weekly reflection session? Or maybe you want to use technology. Maybe you want to set up an online forum for discussion. Or do you already have a wellbeing team that could start to put together some sort of regular check-in? So that well-being of staff or mental health of staff more specifically doesn't become secondary in this year to come. Now, you're not on your own when planning this kind of thing. There's loads of resources out there. And there's a book you can get. I ordered it to China and managed to get it here. So you should be able to get it wherever you are in the world. It's by Andrew Coley. And it's called The Wellbeing Toolkit, Sustaining, Supporting and Enabling School Staff. It was produced a few years ago, uh, back in 2019, but still got lots of ideas for supporting specifically the mental health of your staff. Secondly, being a PD enthusiast myself, I couldn't let it go without having a New Year's resolution about professional development. An idea for you this year is, can you implement 
a professional development grant system. So a lot of our schools have professional development built in. Maybe there's an application system. Maybe as a leadership, you're supporting your staff by recommending different PD opportunities to you. But one thing that can be a really nice idea as well is a professional development grant system where you set aside a bit of a budget for PD grants, which you will allocate to staff. Staff would apply for to use that money to fund whatever PD initiative they have. I love this because it puts autonomy into staff and it gets them really thinking about their professional development journey. So maybe staff are saying, I'd like to use this grant to support my development by going on a course. I'd like to use this grant to support my development for this conference that's coming up. But the idea is it's more of a formal process of applying for that money that they can then spend on their own professional development. It might even be I want to apply to take some money out the PD grant to buy a set of books, whatever it is. But the idea is you separate it from your normal PD system, which is ongoing, and have a grant system that every year staff can bid to get some value out of. So that's one, regular mental health check-ins. Two, creating a PD grant system. Now, number three is a hot topic. It has been for a few years but many schools are still struggling to know how to implement it. And this is cognitive science. So how are you using the latest research in cognitive science to enhance your practice? This can be a bit of a minefield. There's a lot of information out there, but it can be a pretty scary place to go, especially when thinking of how to lead with these principles systematically. I think a really good idea is to set yourself a goal to go, how are we going to, as a school, talk about at least, and then implement some cognitive science strategies or principles in our classrooms. And maybe you do that through having a challenge where you set challenges to implement strategies, or you set up some sort of professional learning community around this topic. You might want to get yourself a book like the Research Ed Guide to Cognitive Science that was edited by Kate Jones, part of the Research Ed series. It's a nice book that will give you an overview of some of those principles, which you could use as a bit of a study group in your school or just as a leader to go through and think about how you're going to implement those into your systems in your school. Again, a lot of schools are already doing this, but the new year can be a really good chance if you're not to just start afresh and think about how am I going to start this new practice? Number four, I've actually got an episode coming up with Dr. Aaron Hamilton about this, and that's about how do you set 2024 to be your year of de-implementation, not implementation? So as schools, we have a habit of adding, 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 adding more getting excited, adding more. In fact, sorry, I've given you three ideas already to add more. But maybe this is the year where you want to scale back. You want to start de-implementing, re-evaluating and streamlining the practices in your school. If that's something you really want to do, then I would really recommend Dr. Aaron Hamilton actually collaborated with John Hattie and Dylan William to create a book called Making Room for Impact, a de-implementation guide for educators. I'm going to be releasing a podcast in the next few weeks with an interview with Aaron about that. So keep an eye out for that if you want ideas 
but you could always get started by just planning in a few monthly review sessions where you go, what is going on in our school? What's working? What's not working so effectively? And what might we want to de-implement? And number five, of course, we all need to be thinking about generative AI. And let's face it, generative AI is growing, changing, expanding at a rate we couldn't even imagine before. Even comparing to previous technologies, the rate of change is fast here. So we need to be engaging with this. How about dedicating a little bit of time every other week in your PD sessions to explore a new AI tool, a new application of generative AI, but actually plan it into your PD sessions or into your PD calendars or into your weekly staff newsletter so that staff are starting to just get used to what's happening in the industry, how it's being used in schools across the world and what you might do to use it effectively in your classroom. I've got a great episode um, in the archive from Thomas Thompson who runs eduade.ai. So if you're wanting some places to start, go back to that episode. There's um, some great advice there on how AI can support teacher workload. And I know Thomas and his team have done a lot of great work since that episode. I'll put links in the show notes. Just a simple episode today on five ideas for New Year's resolutions, maybe mental health check-ins, a PD grant system, perhaps some cognitive science reflection, monthly de-implementation reflection, perhaps, and engagement with generative AI tools. They're just five ideas that might get you started. But I would love to hear from you. What are your professional New Year's resolutions? Do you have one? Do you think they're of any value? If you do, get in touch. I'm active on X. My handle's at Leaning Shane, and I'm also on LinkedIn. And I just created two exclusive community groups on both of those platforms. So do join. It will mean the world for you to get in touch. Global Ed Leaders is hosted and produced by me, Shane Leaning, with original music by Guillaume Silva. As mentioned, you can get in touch on X, LinkedIn, or you can also find my website in the show notes. But if we don't speak before, I'll see you here next week.